Today, we're talking about the unique financial needs of gig workers, and I'm joined by Atif Siddiqui. Well, Atif is the the CEO and founder of Branch, and Branch has been doing some awesome stuff lately. I mean, you're on LinkedIn, if you're following them at all, you're seeing lots of awards that they've been winning. They recently partnered with Uber, which was amazing. And congratulations on that, by the way, and and the awards. You guys have, have really been doing a ton, so um, it's been awesome to follow kind of your journey. And um, yeah, and you guys do instant payment for gig workers, which puts you right in the in the area of passion for the financial side of gig marketplaces and learning how to serve them best. And um, the stuff that you're producing makes you experts on this. And I've listened to some of your stuff. I know that you you got a lot of great stuff to say. So. Uh, that's what we're talking about today. We're the not just unique needs of gig workers, but the unique approaches that that gig marketplaces need to have so that they can serve um, gig workers well. And um, and the gig the gig economy is different than other industries, and the way that we serve gig workers is has got to be different. So um, we're also going to look over a survey that you guys did of over a thousand gig workers, right? Um, with uh, the, did you who did you partner with for that survey? I believe you partnered with someone, right? Well, yeah, we partnered with Marketa for that survey. Awesome. Yeah, that's great. So we're going we're gonna to talk about some of the key findings that you had and what you get from that, and then we'll just bring it home, as we always do, with some practical thoughts on what leaders in get their gig marketplaces can do with the insights. So um, how did uh, – can you tell me a little bit more about Branch and how you got started with Branch? Absolutely, and thanks for having me on. Uh, I founded Branch back on, in 2015, yeah. and – Really, the idea behind Branch was to help working Americans grow financially. And one of the ways we found out you can really make an impact on the financial lives of working Americans is provide them uh, their money that they've earned faster, so improve their cash flow. You know, if they improve their cash flow, they're taking on less fees elsewhere, not getting into debt, and ultimately, hopefully, growing their account balances over time. And so we started... Um, Initially, with W-2 workers, workers primarily in restaurants, retail, um, some manufacturing, and helping them accelerate uh, their biweekly paycheck by partnering with their employers. And I think yeah, the response has been great from both the employee side and the companies. And we were really just looking for ways then to expand on that idea of accelerating you know, payments to workers. And what we found in the independent contractor space, um, you know, which includes uh, many gig companies, is that, you know, oftentimes these workers were independent uh, business owners, right? They had huge working capital needs and they're trying to grow their business. Um, and so providing them money faster really went a long ways. And in certain industries too, they would have to wait more than just a biweekly cycle. It would be waiting 30 days, 60 days, um, and so, again, getting money to them faster was a really powerful way to help empower them to grow uh, financially. And, and what did that what did that bring about for you? Um, what were some of the key findings that you had as Branch grew and you kind of moved into the you found product market fit? Um, what, what did you learn about the financial side of the gig economy? H how is that different from some of the under, other industries um, that you have experience with or that you that you know of? It's a good question. Yeah, when you think about the gig economy, too, one thing that it, it, it's fairly large and it's growing, right? It's not just the Ubers of the world, but there's also marketplaces mm -hmm. in logistics like Uber Freight, 
that's, you know, again, powering faster payments through branch, um, you know, to carriers and independent owner operators. Um, it's also on-demand healthcare staffing platforms like ShiftKey and Nursa, which has just seen phenomenal growth, right? And so mm-hmm. I think one of the things that really differentiates the gig economy from other industries, primarily W2, is that I mentioned, you know, oftentimes these independent contractors are growing their own business. They have huge working capital needs. Right. So if you take on the, for example, if uh, we highlight sort of the workers that are on the Uber Freight platform, um, a lot of these uh, workers came into the freight industry just during the pandemic. They became single owner operators, meaning they are now operating their own truck and really getting money to these workers faster meant that they can grow their own business. They can get back on the road. They can provide, um, you know, they have capital to, for fuel, for other expenses. And so, you know, I think this idea of providing capital to these workers really made an impact on how they can earn more income. Uh, the other things I think that are notable are around, you know, taxes, right? They have to do their own taxes. And so when you think about a financial suite of products, um, there's a really good progression or natural expansion you can go into of ways to help these workers manage their own business Mm -hmm. and finances. Yeah. And that's really good. You, you hinted at uh, how the gig economy has been um, really broadening. Like there's a lot more opportunity in, in, and gig marketplaces and for gig workers um, to kind of go to do something that they enjoy doing. And I wanted to just poke out, we've, we've got a episode that's coming out in the future. So if you're listening to this, um, it's coming out in the future with Michelle Tinsley, who's the uh, co-founder and president of Yellowbird, talking about how the gig economy has evolved over time. And um, one thing that brings back to um, with you, Atif, is, is that with so many options for gig work and you're talking like you can get more professional gig work it's gone very broad with um like you you can there's many ride sharing or you know taxi services or whatever whatever there is in the in the driver space but there's like there's cleaning there's there's gig gig marketplaces that for people that do your laundry like it goes very very broad and so gig workers have a lot of options and uh and ultimately we believe in a gig worker focused gig platform because that's what's going to win in the end and we think it's important to be focused on your gig workers and so um what you do at branch is one way to to really serve them well and to meet the the unique financial needs that they have um and so i'm I'm curious do you have any other ways that you think you know in in the expanding world of gig marketplaces um, that people can be financially competitive. Like you mentioned, help like making taxes easier. Um, instant payments certainly the biggest. Um, did you have any any others um, that you would add to that? Of how can gig marketplaces be competitive as the market expands? Yeah, I think you know ultimately uh, the key is flexibility. Uh, I think the initial proposition right for many of these gig platforms was scheduling flexibility. Uh, we are now starting to see that in terms of uh, income flexibility and how they get paid, right? Which is what we've been able to capitalize on over the last couple of years. Um, and like you mentioned, yeah, the the these new platforms emerging and competition for talent is fierce, right? Yeah. Um, you know, one of the things that we looked at was <clears throat> a recent Pew study showed that the majority of Americans that have earned money through a gig platform the plat- past year say they either spend, you know, around 10 hours or less, right? And so there's people entering the gig economy as an ad-needed basis as well, especially with rising costs. Mm. Um, And, you know, I think some of the things that we're seeing now that platforms are doing to enhance their offerings 
is, um, again, to attract and retain talent is, is adding in sort of loyalty incentives and tiers, right? So you might've seen with our Uber announcement, um, you know, they have a driver loyalty program and <clears throat> using branch, uh, they've been able to now position that loyalty program as ways to unlock different rewards in terms of cash back. So their higher tiers, for example, will get uh, higher, say, gas rewards that get deposited instantly to their branch uh, wallet, to the, you know, the start of the Uber Pro wallet. Um, and so that's a, it's a great way, again, just thinking about like, you know, what are some of the things in terms of loyalty tiers that you can offer additional value add to services to your workers? Yeah, that's great. And it, just to brag on you guys a little bit, I mean, that's that's why you're the experts. You're innovating things. And um, there's a lot of room to grow in gig marketplaces, and it's it's kind of a newer market, newer. Um, but it's, it's evolving really quickly, and there's a lot of space to be doing new things. And, and uh, you guys are on the forefront of how to serve gig workers financially. And it, it, it's awesome. You're coming up with all of those ideas. And um, yeah. That's great. So that that let's get to that survey that you guys did um, with over uh, over a thousand gig workers, a thousand gig workers. Can you tell me what were some of the um, key findings and and uh, how did that survey come about? Yeah. So to provide some context to your listeners, uh, we parted with yeah. partnered with Marketa. Uh, it's a second time we've done the gig payments report, um, and really we just surveyed independent contractors across multiple industries. Um, to really find out latest trends in gig work as well as payments. Um, I think some of the unique things from this survey was that, you know, we looked at some timely economic factors such as riding, rising costs and how that's impacted gig workers um, and just any other how payment trends have shifted. So in terms of key findings, um, you know, obviously workers prefer greater flexibility when they get paid. And we saw that because 68% of the respondents preferred to be paid the same day they work. 39% right after the job and 29% at the end of the day. And I think the probably the bigger surprising stat that we saw through uh, payment preferences is that 80% of respondents said that they would be more likely to choose one gig platform over the other if it could pay them instantly without fees, right? And so it just goes to show you, I think that, you know, the survey really highlighted kind of the tailwinds that were uh, really you know, capitalizing on here at branch around faster payments and doing it in a fee free way. So we talked a little bit about based on what you learned that it's really important to get those payments instantly to your workers. Um, and that impacts the engineering and the tech and the product side of gig marketplaces. Like how do we build, um, for the gig economy? Um, and so my, my next question is we've got that good, that idea of like building rewards for, um, essentials like gas for gig workers and and the, the tier system that's that's great. Um, are there any other practical things that you would give to leaders in the gig marketplace about that? This is one implication of how you need to build um, for your build your gig marketplace for gig workers, um, especially on the fintech side. For us, I think looking at what are some of the essential spends right that that workers take on to do their job. And so, you know, we work a lot with last mile delivery drivers, um, you know, again, and so like gas is a big, a big expense for them. And it goes back to this idea of like, you know, they, they need working capital so that they can get back on the road. And, um, mm -hmm. and so, you know, one of the things that we've done is look at ways where 
we can go out and find out rewards for very persona specific, right? Um, uh, merchants, right? So for the delivery driver, it's, you know, a network of gas stations that we can offer incentives. And uh, again, for the goal being helping these workers grow financially and putting more money back in their pockets. Um, and so that's, that's, that's one that is, I think is very top of mind for us. But yeah, I think with rising inflation, I, you know, when we looked at um, the increase of gig work, right, over the last year, it, it it's most of them have cited inflation as a primary concern, right? And so I think looking at ways to reduce costs in any way for these workers really, really goes a long way. That's great. That's great. So basically p packaging all of that up, look, like it's really important, and we've, we've seen time and time again that it's really important for gig workers to be served financially. And there, there's you, you guys are really leading the way on how to do that. And instant payments is, uh, is a really big deal. The faster that they can get payments for the work that they're doing, the better. Um, and I, I think as we look to the future, um, it seems like that's, that's going to be even more true than it is now. It's, it's going to be an even bigger priority. Um, and, I, and I'm saying that because of, um, because of inflation and, and you know, just the coming economy at the time that we're in. Um, do you have any thoughts on how the economy, how inflation might impact gig workers or gig marketplaces? Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I do think, uh, yeah, consumers are demanding, right, this and it, either out of necessity to, again, help them with their cash flow needs uh, amongst amidst rising costs. And so, um, yeah, this idea of faster payments, um, you know, we, we've coined it around this idea of like streaming pay where you're getting paid for each unit of work, right? You do a ride, you get paid, you do a delivery, you get paid. And, um, that's, that's going to be a thing. And I think the, the mo more important part is like doing that in an equitable way for the worker, right? So at branch, you know, we've been able to do that because we push our payments to a digital wallet. It's our own rails. We can push money for free, um, day, night, weekends. And, um, ultimately also allows us to monetize off of interchange, right? Every time they go swipe. So it's, it's making sure the business model is also aligned with the needs of the workers as well. That's awesome. Well, let's start to wrap it up here. Um, what is the biggest takeaway that you would want gig marketplace leaders to have um, from the way that we, the things that we've observed in the gig economy, the, the places they're going, some of the practical wisdom that you've given to them? What's the biggest takeaway you think they, they should have from all of this? Yeah, I think there's two. One is, you know, oftentimes you'll hear this idea of instant payments thrown around in the space. And ultimately, it's uh, it's it's more like, you know, one to three business days. They're pushing money through bankrolls, ACH. When we say instant, it is instant, right? It happens in seconds. And so just understand exactly the value, you know, you're providing the workers and the, the tools out there like branch. And then the other is, you know, I think one of the things we find is that companies are often really surprised how fast and easy a setup is, right? And so this doesn't have to be this massive overhaul or change in um, kind of how things are currently done. It could augment and really enhance kind of current offerings that's great and you know we've talked we've talked a bit about how the gig economy has changed and that certainly it's going to continue to change um, and we we see different ways that it's evolving even now um, what are what are some ways that you guys are building into branch for the future for how the gig how you're expecting the gig economy to change um, in, in the coming uh, months years 
Yeah, one of the things we're looking at is like, you know, and obviously anytime there's a delay in money owed, there's a big opportunity to help workers, right? We've seen that improving cash flow again provides these workers financial peace of mind, financial stability. Um, we also feel that instant payments is just one piece of a holistic solution for workers, right? And so now that you have income coming in, you see income going out in terms of spend, what are some other financial services that you can layer on top, right? That really make a difference. Um, you know, one of the things that we look at is, uh, yeah, uh, ultimately providing more mainstream financial services, uh, at a fair price. And so, um, yeah, ultimately looking at ways that we can help these workers grow financially. That's great. That's great. Well, I'm I'm uh, excited to see what you guys start start releasing and Thanks. all the ways that you guys change over time. Um, and yeah, thank you so much for joining us. I think this has been this has been great, and uh, I'm 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 sure this there's listeners will get a lot out of this. So I really appreciate you coming on. Um, I, I'd love to push people to um, to follow Branch on LinkedIn to check out your website. Is there anything else that you, you you'd like me to throw in the in the um, podcast notes? Yeah, you can find us at branchapp.com. Uh, we're also on Twitter with handle at branch. Perfect. Awesome. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. And uh, hopefully maybe we'll get you back on in the future because uh, it seems like you, you got, got a lot coming up and you'll keep learning. And, and so, yeah, I would love to talk again sometime. That'd be great. No, thank you for having me. Yep. All right. We'll see you guys in the next episode.